This is the Infatuation Podcast, a show where we talk to and about Asian creators and things we love. This is Madison, and on today's show, we'll be talking with Catherine Liang, the current reigning Miss San Francisco. Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to the podcast. We are excited to be chatting with royalty tonight. We're talking to Miss San Francisco, Catherine Liang, and coming along, of course, is super producer Madison. Hey, Maddie. Hi. How are you? I'm so tired, but as always, I'm looking forward to today's chat, so. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. So we are super excited to have Catherine Liang with us on the show today. Uh, as mentioned, she is the reigning Miss San Francisco, and we can't wait to get to know more about her. So let's introduce her. Hey, Catherine. Hi, Curtis. Hi, Madison. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, honestly, best way to spend a Saturday. So. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thanks so much for coming along. Uh, hey, how about a little bit more about you? Um, where did you grow up? I actually grew up pretty close to San Francisco. I am a born and raised Californian girl, grew up in Sonoma County, so I'm a wine country girl. <laughs> oh, really? I am. What, what brought your family up there? Was your fa- parents work in the industry at all? Or? Everyone asks me that, but um, they are <laughs> anything but winery people. They are actually uh, electrical engineers, oh, so, okay. <laughs> right in the heart of like all the vineyards. Than my parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you grew up in, it's kind of a smallish town feel, right, Sonoma? It is. It's definitely very different from San Francisco, almost kind of suburban country-esque. Yeah, like um, rural, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but I loved it. I was a nature kid, always loved going barefoot out in the mud and playing and mm-hmm. stuff. So that was definitely, I still love going back. <laughs> Yeah, so for folks that don't know, Sonoma is about a little less than an hour away from San Francisco. And did you did you come to the city a lot as a kid, go to Chinatown or Fisherman's Wharf? Oh my gosh, yes. I think Chinatown was actually my favorite, favorite spot to go to. Anytime we drive through the city, I would beg my parents to stop and get an egg tart. That was my always favorite <laughs> go-to on the road snack. So oh, a yeah, lot, of yeah. fa- lot of fun memories um, on Geary Street and part of Chinatown as well. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like, for us that grew up in the city, we tried to avoid those areas, you know? <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> I didn't want to go to Chinatown. Yeah, well, yeah, too many tourists, and I don't know, this is Maddie's word. It's kind of stinky down there, <laughs> you know? No, I've, but, I've really come to appreciate the um, very touristy areas. I have fun playing tourist. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and, and Chinatown, too. I've come to a total new appreciate you know my mom grew up down there and so we used to have to go there you know pretty often and then we're like oh i gotta go to chinatown but now you know as an adult and the history and you know like hundreds of years i you know i've just totally taken a new appreciation of it so Mm -hmm. very cool (laughs) so you said you were barefoot in the mud as a kid what other hobbies and interests did you have growing up I think I was the notorious younger sibling. I have one older brother, um, Richard, he's five years older. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I, as a kid, wanted to do everything that my brother did, whether it was basketball, soccer, uh, swimming, swimming I actually stuck with. So I grew up as a ballerina, swimmer, ballroom dancer, and pianist. So kind of all over the spectrum, but just loved anything that required me to kind of move my body and, you know, just dance to music or just be outdoors. 
So do you have a little tomboy streak in you too? Like sweats in a t-shirt or just as comfortable as a gown? <laughs> you know how Facebook sometimes brings back memories from like a year ago or 10 years ago? There's one that popped up the other day and I was like, good Lord, are we the same people? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I was very, very much a tomboy. I think my running outfit for a solid three years was jeans, keds, and a sweatshirt. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And um, so you went up going to college down in Southern California. I did as a Trojan. All right. Go Trojans. Yeah, one of my top schools. <gasps> oh, oh my man. gosh, no way. That's yeah. <laughs> what did you end up studying there? I chose international relations global business because okay. I really like the idea of my college experience, not just being, you know, in the brick and mortar of Los Angeles, but really being global and giving me the opportunity to kind of jet set around the world. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 cool. And what's your heritage? You, your folks are are born in America, or do they immigrate here? So my parents are both from mainland China, um, and my brother is Canadian. And our running joke in my family is that I'm the only one eligible to be president. So oh. yep. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's it's meant to be, I guess. So you study international business and international relations, and now you're working here in the city. I am. Yes. Okay. And I heard that you walk past our school sometimes. I do. I do. I work <laughs> um, in FIDI as a private wealth analyst at Goldman Sachs. Okay. <laughs> All right. So a little different than your other job, which is <laughs> Miss San Francisco. Yes. Ta-da. <laughs> How did you get into pageants? When did that start for you? Oh, I guess kind of going back to the tomboyish topic we were talking about Uh as a 13 year old i cannot tell you i did not know what makeup was if you told Uh me what eyeliner was i probably would have put it like on my lips or something like that thinking it was like (laughs) lip liner it was that bad um Uh but also i was a very very shy kid i used to have a petrifying fear of even picking up the phone even if it was to talk with my friends for some reason I don't know, phone connection, I just felt so nervous about. Um, So my parents really encouraged me to, you know, we had a program called Miss Sonoma County's Outstanding Teen. And I think it was the third year that it was taking place. And they said, why don't we just go and watch the show, see what it's all about. If you don't like it, you don't have to try it. But, you know, it could be something that you're interested in because I was dancing and swimming and playing piano at the time. Uh, I went there actually saw a girl, uh, the, the current title holder at the time, I actually did uh, like playhouse drama with her a couple of times, a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's Emily Ma. I remember looking up to her like my entire childhood and now seeing her stand on a stage with a crown and sash, like passing on her crown. It was super inspiring to see. So I was like, maybe I could do it too. Um, so I went to the orientation and thank goodness for my mom because I was about to show up in jeans and a t-shirt. But thankfully, (laughs) she helped encourage me, gently nudging that maybe I should wear a dress. Um, Was pretty shy. I sat in the back. But over the course of rehearsal, over, I think, two months, I really came to love all the girls that I quote unquote competed with. And they really did become sisters uh, over time. So kind of really brought me out of my own shell. <laughs> mm. And so 
were you necessarily thinking you would win or you, were you just thinking this would just be a good chance to help me learn how to public speak and learn how to, to hold yourself in a higher regard maybe? I never thought honestly that I would win because I was so awkward lanky. I had really, <laughs> really, when I say really bad swimmer tan, I had like raccoon eyes from the goggles <laughs> and pretty much a swimsuit like you could see the tan line. Um <laughs> But yeah, I just took it as an opportunity as saying, well, I dance, I swim, I play piano. This is a great amalgamation. It's a program that really celebrates, you know, someone who wants to pursue their academics, who also, you know, has a passion for a talent and who also really strives towards having a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. And so I thought, I see all upside, no downside. Why not give it a go? And if anything, I'll learn not to have like crippling stage fright. So Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. ended up being a really wonderful surprise um, being crowned Miss Nova County's Outstanding Team. <laughs> nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I actually, um, I had a friend in college who competed for, I think it must have been Santa Clara County. No way. And yeah, this is, you know, this is a, a few decades ago or a decade and a half ago. And she's like, oh, do you want to come to the thing? And I was like, Miss, uh, Miss Santa Clara County? Like, I don't know. But I was blown away by, you know, not just, you know, of course, it's called, some people call it beauty pageants, but it's so much more than that, yeah. you know, and it's just like the women that were competing were so, you know, the the woman who won, she's like, wanted she wanted to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. And like you, she had gone to a really good college and so well-spoken and so smart and just like the best of all things, right? The yeah. really well-rounded. And I was really blown away. And I was like, <laughs> I was surprised that I guess I had never heard of this culture, the pageant culture, and that it was just a big a big deal. And that it was something that, uh, that people take very seriously and they prepare for years and years and years for these things. Definitely. I think uh, a lot of people think when they hear the word pageant as toddlers and tiaras or just right. you know, <laughs> girls <laughs> parading around on the stage in glittery gowns and like sky high crowns. But I think honestly, pageant is all encompassing. It's like what you said, it's the 364 days leading up to the pageant. Um, all the prep in terms of, you know, taking care of your body, practicing interview questions, really focusing on the, like prioritizing your education or your job. Uh, connecting with our community. So all of these elements, I think, really help to shape a person. Definitely, you get the high glitzy glam of the night of the competition, but it's everything else that you have your year uh, to kind of like prove why you deserve the crown or why you've earned it. So mm-hmm. it's really inspiring to see what people do with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What are the areas of evaluation that they look at? Yeah. So from a teen program, it's a little bit different um, from a miss, but as Miss San Francisco, I'm heading to Miss California soon. So one of our um, criteria is obviously interviews. You get a 10-minute private interview with a panel of judges, and they get to ask you any and all questions from your mm-hmm. resume to um, current events or you know your thoughts and opinions on things. And it's basically to see, can you articulate uh, your thoughts clearly? Not so much if you have a right or wrong answer. And then you have a on-stage evening gown. So really seeing if a woman can capture an audience or a stage or a massive theater just from her presence. And I think like along with that comes confidence and being able to, you know, show you that you are elegant, sophisticated. We also have an on stage question 
which is almost like a continuation of the private interview, but where the public gets to see uh-huh, the answer yeah. one question. Slightly yeah. intimidating, but... Yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, and then obviously kind of evaluating on the back end your um, commitment to your academics or your job. Um, currently, obviously, I've graduated from college, so more on the job spectrum. And then also your commitment to your community service. And then they they actually removed swimsuit two years ago from the Miss America program to kind of uh-huh. do a revamp of what Miss America really stands for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And But there's a talent, right? Yes. Oh, my goodness. How did I forget about <laughs> talent? Big portion of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is your talent? Your piano? I am. I'm a classically trained pianist. <laughs> and so I will be pa- playing Fantasy Impromptu by Chopin. Uh, That's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly one of my favorite, favorite songs and honestly still brings me to tears every time I hear it live played by someone. So I I really hope that I'll be able to kind of like capture the essence. I know Madison, we were talking earlier about how people take their own rendition on very iconic songs. So yeah. hopefully people will enjoy my 90 second rendition. <laughs> I'm sure people will. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm just wondering though, how did you go from a reserved kid to, you know, having, well, seemingly having such um, a high amount of poise and confidence? Because that's, that's so hard. Oh my gosh. I don't think I ever had a moment where it just clicked. Mm-hmm. But I, a lot of the times, all of that fear that I had was really wrapped up in my own head. I was kind of manifesting a situation that honestly wasn't reality. I was mm-hmm. thinking, oh, people are going to judge me what, about mm-hmm. the way I sound over the phone or like, what if I stutter? What if I say, um, but at the end of the day, like the only person that really cares about that is yourself. And so I think in my time as Miss Sonoma County's outstanding teen, I did over 70 appearances and oh, that wow. <laughs> was sitting in a float waving to thousands and thousands of people in a crowd at a parade or speaking in front of a city hall or a rotary club. And I began to see those opportunities less as opportunities to fail, but more as opportunities to get people to know who who Catherine is. And then also for me to kind of connect with people in the public that I never thought I would be able to have access to. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) So we are the Infatuation Podcast, so I wanted to ask you, when you go to these pageants, are, are there quite a few Asian contestants, or are you often the only Asian contestant? I've done a wide variety. So my first pageant, Miss Noma County's Outstanding Teen, I was actually one of the few Asians, um, but I also did a program called Distinguishing Women which happens in your junior year of high school. So Madison, maybe this could be you. (laughs) Um, But that one, I had the opportunity actually to represent California. I actually got crowned as uh, the Distinguished Young Woman of California on my birthday. Oh, Um, Yeah, but I got the opportunity to to compete in the national level and along with uh, all 50 representatives across the United States. It was super inspiring. Also one of the fewer Asians, but then... In college, I did Miss Los Angeles Chinatown. And (laughs) this was the first time I had like an Asian central pageant Uh experience. And it was so different. And this also brought me to uh, Miss Chinatown International in Hong Kong for the TVB production. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Bringing all the Miss Chinatowns from across the world. um, Very, if you put it on the spectrum of, you know, Asian participants in Sonoma County to, 
Miss Asia International, totally <laughs> uh-huh. opposite. But, right, um, right. Really cool. But it's really cool to see more and more Asian representation now in the modern pageant era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have a Asian American Miss America, right? Yes, we do. The first Korean uh, American Miss America. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. All right. So what... On a typical, on the week of the pat, now you said it's 364 days of preparation. <laughs> and so you can go back further if you want. But on the week of the pageant, what, what's life like? Is it just crazy, hectic, or is it super organized? How does it go? At the local level, it's pretty relaxed. I think, honestly, a lot of these programs are how much you want to put in is how much you get out. So uh. the week leading up to it, I was still working. Um, so during the day, I would go to work at 5 a.m., come back at 6, 7 p.m., and then at nighttime, it was piano practice and interview practice. So it very much is a almost like double life. <laughs> so, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but I didn't want to kind of like put so much weight to it. I think I just was of the mentality that I'm going to go in, put my best effort, but be myself and not think too much about it because I think one of the most uh, valuable pieces of advice that I've ever been given is there are judges looking for you. If you try too hard to be something that they want to, they might not actually be able to find the real you. But uh, yeah, so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to relax and go in there as Catherine. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Did people at work know what you're doing, or did, you know, you sneaking out with bags of stuff? And- oh my gosh, <laughs> I think the office has somehow discovered my my pageant <laughs> identity uh-huh. my coworkers are so funny we had a holiday party and my friend um i think put my name we had like a a fun facts bingo card and one of my friends who knew put is miss 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 san francisco and uh-huh. then i was like we have a miss who is that yeah. <laughs> and then all my analyst class were like you're miss san francisco and i'm like hi <laughs> um but yeah it's they're pretty supportive. Um, actually, one of my first appearances, my coworkers came to Macy's Union Square to come see me, and they even brought flowers. So oh, that really touched yeah. my heart. That's so sweet. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. Mm-hmm. So what are the best parts about doing a pageant? Oh, gosh. I think everyone says this, but it really is the sisterhood because, you know, you you go there with, I think, quote-unquote, more we're more selfish ambitions of kind of like proving yourself or wanting to win the title. But what you really get out of it is 35, 50 other girls who you can now be friends with and cheer them on in whatever endeavors they're on. Um, I remember distinguishing them and there are girls who are going to Cirque du Soleil. There was a girl who went and became a Radio City Rocket. Others who are lawyers, others who are going into the fashion industry. So it's just so cool to see you know, the girl you're standing next to on stage suddenly doing all of these amazing things. Um, yeah. And also, I think the genuine connections that you get. I think sometimes pageantry has kind of a stiffness associated with it. Mm. But at the end of the day, we might be wearing crowns and sashes, but we're we're just like goofy teenagers or 20-something <laughs> odd-year-olds. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, we just want to be friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you've been through this very intense experience together, you know, so yeah. you, no one else understands that except for other people who've done it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> uh, very cool. Are there any downsides or any kind of things that are not so great about pageants? Uh, in full transparency, I'd say yes. Um, I think mm, 
I feel very grateful having gone through a quote unquote American pageant system and then also being able to contrast that with a more Asian uh, twist on it. Uh-huh. And in Hong Kong, I don't think it's so much like a negative. It's just more so the culture. Um, they're very forward with what they want. I think in America, it really is like Miss America can be unique year to year versus the Miss Chinatown International. It was they're looking for a spokesperson. Uh-huh. And so it's kind of taking that time to recognize that, okay, maybe they're not so much looking for your personality, but what you can offer to them. Um, yeah. So I think sometimes not taking the feedback so so to heart or so personally. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's definitely helping you build a spine. But I think honestly, I'm very grateful having gone through that because you know you go through life. Everyone wants to be loved and liked, but the reality is that you will never be able to please everyone yeah. around you. So learning to accept that and just kind of move on and just staying true to yourself. I think I really learned that through that experience. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we've heard stories about the K-pop industry or, you know, for years, Canto pop industry too, of just Mm kind of how they treat young women and it could be pretty brutal, you know, and the rewards are there, you know, if you become an idol, but at the same Mm -hmm. time getting there can be tough. It's a long road, long road to the crown. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I did a little research on Miss San Francisco. Um, I knew we had a Miss San Francisco. I've never talked to one before and I've <laughs> never come close to one before. But uh, I looked online. There's not a ton of information, but uh, it goes, I think it goes back to the 1920s. Does that sound about right to yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, fun fact, uh, Madison, you may not know this show, but have you ever heard of the show I Dream of Jeannie? Yeah, of course. Oh, I, I, um, I used to watch a lot of old shows on Me TV. Oh, and, there you go. And yeah. my dad, um, every time the show would come on, he would say, I used to watch that show when I was younger. And same with my mom. So, yeah, I've grown up on like Brady Bunch and oh, everything. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, Barbara Eden, who was Jeannie in that show, was Miss San Francisco in 1951. That's so cool. And uh, Lincoln High School. Oh, wow. Yeah. A double legacy. <laughs> yeah, so she's cool. Uh, but yeah, so it goes back, and I did a little research on, I, just kind of looking at the names, I could be wrong, but yeah. it looked like the first Asian winner of Miss San Francisco was Carol Chen in 2006. Yes. Actually, very ironic story. Um, I had the opportunity to walk in a fashion show for Fashion Fantasia, and uh-huh. she was actually one of the designers there. Yeah. That's and awesome. I think she really captured the essence of being a forever Miss San Francisco because when she walked in, everyone turned their heads <laughs> and were was like, who is she? And then yeah. after the fact, I looked her up, I was like, oh my goodness, serial entrepreneur, like ultimate boss babe miss san francisco and just so cool yeah she's still yeah she's still doing it something like 50 companies that she's started in five different countries i don't even know yep (laughs) yeah 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 so carol chen uh 2006 miss san francisco still doing it still still a boss woman yeah she's great (laughs) she is great uh so when was miss san francisco in 2021 was that it's less than a year ago obviously yeah it was two days before thanksgiving oh okay so not that long ago Mm -hmm. and it uh is it a two-day thing or it was a one-day thing but we had about two months of weekly training and so we would go to rehearsal and you know, go through the 
the choreography and the interview practice. So it was kind of nice to prep for that. <laughs> Madison, we got to go. I think it, what, what, what theater was it in? Was it the Palace of Fine Arts? Or? We didn't actually get to do it in a theater oh, this year because right. of pandemic. So uh, we actually did it over Zoom, um, but we, we were in a dance studio, so it was a little bit more low-key, uh, yeah. but it was nice uh, for family and friends who wanted to tune in from all across. So Anywhere in the world, yeah. yeah. We got to go, Madison. I think it would be fun. You see Catherine yeah. hand off her crown. Oh my gosh, yeah. please do come. <laughs> That'd be super fun, yeah. We could go with Colleen and Sabrina. It could be a little <gasps> get-together. Oh yeah. Or Madison could compete and then I could pass my crown to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just an idea. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many women compete in the Miss San Francisco competition? It's different every year, I'm sure. But. Yeah. So because this year was a little bit smaller, we did it in combination with Miss uh, Marin. And so total we had, I think, six girls compete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty intimate uh, on, this, on the county level. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it ranges uh, from city to city. If you go down to Los Angeles or Orange County, it is, I think, like 20 plus girls. Um, because I think, yeah. yeah, Los Angeles is very pageant central. I think Northern sure. California is a little bit more hard because cities are a little bit more disparate. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think I think that was about, San- when I went to the Santa Clara one, I think it was about six women, yeah. You mm-hmm. went, oh yeah, okay, wait. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I no. remember what you said earlier. <laughs> No, yeah, it was it was a friend from college, and she was like, "Oh, I'm competing in this thing. Um, you want to come?" And a couple of us were like, "Sure, we'll come." And it was we were just kind of like, "What is this going to be like?" You know, because we've only seen it on TV. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was really cool. It was a cool it was a cool little night, and uh, you know, some some women have uh, just totally different body types, different talents, and different yeah. just ethnicities. It was really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're tall, right? I, I just looking at pictures, I, I can tell you're you're pretty tall. I mean, with pageant heels, I think I am taller than a majority of the male population in San Francisco. <laughs> but <laughs> where where'd you get your height from? Does it come from one grandparent was super tall? Or? I don't even know. I think for, yeah, for an Asian, my family is very tall. My brother is six three. My dad is six foot. Okay. Um, I'm five eight, so even when we go back to visit family, we always get the weirdest stares from people on the street. They're like, "You're not from here, are you?" I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm honestly so jealous. I I pull up to school in <laughs> my platform boots, <laughs> and you're still only five three. <laughs> I know it's not oh. it's not okay. Well, you know, I think it's easier as a short woman than a short guy. Though. So I think you're okay, Maddie. It's okay. My roommate is five feet. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually, it's true. You have some friends that are short, so that helps you. <laughs> yes, yes. It's always, we always look like, uh, I think, because I'm always hanging out with all my friends. So we put two people on the end. So it's, we always joke it's like a Golden Gate Bridge, two pillars, <laughs> and then everyone else in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the back, Catherine. You know, every time it's time for a picture. Vanish to the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Madison, you want to ask a question? I just, I'm just, okay, it's not on the document. Yeah, do what you But want. I just have to ask. I've always wondered, what's it like to stand on a float and wave to everybody? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> It looks really glamorous, but let me tell you, half the time you're getting an ab workout because you're trying not to topple over. Oh. When they stop the car, it's it's so easy to like jolt and fall forward. Uh, but it's 
it honestly, it feels like euphoria in a way because you see yeah. thousands and thousands of people and occasionally you'll catch someone's eye and you'll connect with them for one second. And then you can just see their face light up because, you know, obviously uh, I got to be in this SF Chinatown Lunar New Year parade. Uh-huh. And I think I was on a float with Miss Asia Global and a couple other uh, local pageant girls. And I think every, we were known as the glitter train. So uh-huh. <laughs> everyone was super excited to see all the girls um, in their beautiful cultural attire. And so, yeah, yeah just so as a, as a float participant, so cool. But I can imagine also being in the audience as well, just seeing everything is also really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm usually, yeah. I'm usually the person in the audience. So <gasps> oh my maybe gosh. one day I'll be a float participant. Yes, you will. I can, <laughs> I'm manifesting it. <laughs> And so once you get crowned as Miss San Francisco, you you have responsibilities and you have some things you you want to try to accomplish. What what is your uh, initiative for your reign as Miss San Francisco? Yeah, so in the Miss America organization, we have something called a social impact initiative. And mine is to be a champion of courage. And long story short, um, it kind of hones back to what we were talking about earlier being a young teenager, not really having confidence in herself. But um, kind of an added layer to that, I went through a number of health challenges. I actually have something called Hashimoto's disease or a non-functioning thyroid. Mm. And so being a young 17-year-old college girl, kind of going through a lot of body changes and not really understanding why her health was kind of just seeming like an obstacle i again went through an episode of losing all my confidence and then pandemic actually helped me really reevaluate what was important and for me that was health as number one Mm. and through that i kind of uh i learned to regain confidence through you know keeping myself accountable for my health building my own personal brand from that and then you know taking a leap of faith and jumping back into the pageant world (laughs) yeah yeah i can relate to that Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. During quarantine, um, I started music again. And same as you, just going through some health issues and prioritizing that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It it is crazy to see that health is, yeah, our number one priority. But for so many people, when life gets in the way, it's the last thing we ever think of. You know, we sacrifice our sleep. We probably drink way too much coffee. Yeah. but yeah, I think just at the end of the day, all you have really is your health. But it's yeah. so cool to see that, you know, you took that time to refine your passion for music. Um, so that's really inspiring. <laughs> well, same with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then do they, what, what kind of demands do they put on your time? Like, oh, we're opening a new bank and we want Miss San Francisco there. Or what sorts of things do you need to do as your, as your, as an ambassador for San Francisco? You know, I actually thought when I first participated in the San Francisco, um, because at the time I just started my job at Goldman, I thought the San Francisco is going to be very chill, you know, maybe like five, six bigger appearances in the entire year. The next minute, January comes around, (laughs) New Year's, and I met so many incredible people. February was Lunar New Year galore. I think I had Uh one weekend where in one day I had five different events going on. So in the car, definitely like changing hair, changing makeup, changing. Um, Uh And then March somehow caught me by surprise as well. 
I think I could categorize it in one word as fashion. I got uh, an opportunity to MC for an Italian brand called Evero Italia. Um, super cool. It was my first kind of entryway into the fashion world. I got to work with Colleen Quinn, who uh-huh. has become honestly like a fairy godmother. She has inspired me so much. She let exactly. me... Right? That's the exact word I... I, The exact word, yeah. Yeah, she just like infuses you with so much like like excitement. You're like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. Uh Um, And I think she was the one who really took a leap of faith and said, Catherine, you can do... You can be in the fashion world. Because I always thought, you know, you had to be tall, super skinny, gorgeous. And I am... I like to call myself a potato sometimes. I wear sweatpants (laughs) around the house. Um, But she let me... It was such an honor because all of her pieces are really a her- a, like a commemoration of her heritage and her family history. So we got to do a Chinatown is uh, not dead kind of project with Sabrina, yeah, actually. I saw. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we got to shoot um, kind of olden Shanghai, Hong Kong style uh, Chi Paul all across the city. Uh. Um, and then we also got to do a shoot five different dresses five locations all in one night <laughs> oh wow yeah so we got to shoot at lion's den um i think mr jews and the golden gate cookie factory the uh-huh, alleyway uh-huh. it yeah. was just so incredible to be a part of and then i got to walk in my first ever fashion show and i was like oh my <laughs> gosh what happened to the 13 year old awkward child uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. you're a high fashion model now oh my gosh um yeah so all, all of these are really obviously kind of more on the glamorous side, but I think I also love the events where, you know, simple things like bell ringing for the Salvation Army. Uh-huh. It's just really cool to see people passing on the street who you've never met being so generous and donating money to such an incredible cause. So I think those things really keep you humble. Um, and one of the things that I like to repeat to myself and something that my parents have taught me is, you know, you want to give graciously and receive humbly. I think a lot of the times we, we think about, Oh, what can I get out of a relationship? What can I get out of this friendship? But sometimes your relationship does not have to be transactional. I think it's honestly more important and more important for your character development to kind of give unconditionally. So it was really cool to be a part of that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. And so you mentioned Miss California. When is that coming oh up? <laughs> <laughs> Miss California is the week of June 20th through the 25th. So okay. I am, we actually just had our orientation last week. So very timely, but also the reality has sunk in. Uh-huh. And sometimes I feel my brain buffering. I'm like, oh, it's actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's like, all the counties in California. So what is that? How 30, 40? How many? We have 35 girls for misses and I think 23 teens participating this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then the winner of that goes on to Miss America. Miss America, yep. <laughs> wow. Okay. So fingers crossed, Catherine. Oh, boy. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> I, I honestly, I just want to go there and have fun, but also I feel so grateful to have so many incredibly supportive friends and family. So I just, I want to make everyone proud. <laughs> Yo, you already are. You already are. <laughs> but yeah, and, and you have a great day job. So no pressure. Uh, you yeah. always have that to fall back yeah. on. Yeah. Very cool. 
Well, guess what? You have survived the hard questions. Woo! <laughs> and now it is time for Madison's lightning round. All righty. Yes. <laughs> so these are short questions. Uh, you want to do the first one, Madison? Okay. Uh, first lightning round question is, what's your favorite touristy thing to do in San Francisco? Ooh, taking a coffee walk in the morning along the Marina Green and heading to Palace of Fine Arts. Oh, uh, yeah. Good choice. That is, that, that is a cool place. And <laughs> it's, it's almost prom season. You're going to see a lot of teenagers in their dresses. Yeah. It's yeah. always so cool. I think a lot of people take their quinceanera photos. So, sure. yeah. The yeah. pop of color. It's so cool to see. <laughs> yeah. That's an iconic spot. All right. Now, you can take your time thinking because we'll edit out the thinking time. But, uh, Catherine, do you have a favorite movie that takes place in San Francisco? Oh, okay. This is going to make my heart smile. But one of the first roommate bonding experiences that I had since moving into the city in July was watching Princess Diaries in <gasps> Washington Square Park. <laughs> yep. And I think it's a the first time I ever watched it, I never really comprehended that all of it was filmed in San Francisco. Yeah. But then re-watching it, I was like, I've been there. That's my neighborhood. Wait. I work really close by there. So <laughs> yeah. it's so cool to see like hundreds of people just sitting on the park, grabbing pizza or like ice cream and then cheering along to the movie. So yeah. it was just really nostalgic. <laughs> and it's kind of an awkward teen to princess transformation story. I know. Too. I know. so true. I need Apollo in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. We all do. Yeah. 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 That movie is so great. I, I forgot it was set in San Francisco. I was going right? to say Doubtfire. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah, <gasps> another good, good one. one. <laughs> All right, Maddie. Uh, let's see. I don't know if this is a good choice or not, but okay, Maddie, try, try letter C and okay. see what happens. We can, if this doesn't work out, we can come up with something else. Okay. Um, out of all of these foods, you can only choose one. So which one would oh it be? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dim sum, hot pot, or dumplings? This is harder than most of my pageant interview questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a big foodie, all of the above. Um, I would say dim sum because you get so much variety and you always leave in the best food coma. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I would say the same thing. Do you have a yeah, favorite spot so. in the city? Um, well, I like... I saw, actually, I, not that I'm stalking you, but I just saw that you went to Palette. Palette is very good. It is so good. So yeah, good. yeah. But then Yang Sing, have you oh, ever been? Yes. Yeah, that yes. just the setting there in the atrium. Right. And yeah, that place is pretty, pretty legendary. Yeah. What about you, Madison? Um, I we don't really um go to restaurants a lot, so I'm not really familiar with dim sum places. I just yeah. I just know my parents bring it home sometimes. So. <laughs> Honestly, though, that's the best because I think, yeah, I do love going to Palette and it's super beautiful and kind of like that high tea place. But honestly, my best memories of dim sum are just like sitting in your car like, with a <laughs> box know. and just like eating out of the box. Like that's like the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And then our, our last question is kind of a, a segment that we do at the end of the show where we ask you, our guest, who your infatuation is. Infatuation is anyone from the Asian community that you might admire from afar or someone you know. Uh, so, Catherine Liang, who is your infatuation? Ooh, drum roll. I guess 
On the pageant train, one of the people who really inspired me to actually get into the whole pageant system was Crystal Lee. She was a Miss San Francisco's Outstanding Teen, Miss San Francisco, and was our Miss California um, when I was a teen at that time. And she, I think, is also representative of being a forever title holder. She captures the room. She is a businesswoman, but such a woman of her community. And I think she has really done immense things towards uh, representing Asian culture at its finest. So I would choose Crystal Lee. (laughs) Sounds like a great choice. Yeah. Well, that does it for us. Do you have any questions for us? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. But I guess like what kind of inspired you to start the Impatriation Podcast? Because I think this is such an incredible idea. I don't even know the answer to this question. You don't know the answer to this one? (laughs) I want to know. Okay. Well, um... So, you know, in the pandemic, things got a little rough for Asian Americans, and they're still rough. And uh, I I was just thinking that we needed some positive voices out there and maybe some positive just highlighting some great things that Asians are doing and cultural things that we all love and that maybe people don't talk about dim sum on the podcast, on other people's podcasts or you know, other authors or musicians or other creators that aren't talked about that much. So I just wanted to to do a little something. And, you know, the the entryway to podcasting is pretty easy. You just need a microphone and, you know, uh, a Madison. You need a, you need a Madison. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure the podcast is taking off since Madison joined. Uh, when no. was that? that? That was like December. December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, so yeah, we're just doing it for fun. You know, we're not going to make any money off of this and, but we have, we've met some cool people already. I'm, I'm very impressed with how far, um, you've come with this because how long has it been? Like a year, a bit? Uh, like June. Yeah. Almost that's, a year. that's crazy. It hasn't even been a year. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. But, uh, yeah. And we're talking to Miss San Francisco. Yeah. No, but I found that, you know, a good a good amount of people when I email them kind of out of the blue, and we're not huge, you know. There are some much bigger podcasts than us. We're we're dinky, but I, I just let them know, you know, hey, we're just going to talk, and you know, it's all positive. And and a lot of people like yourself and authors, and we had an actor come on last night, so that was really fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's just you know people are willing to come on and, and they believe in the cause of just getting our voices out there, and so yeah. that's it. You know, and then we're we're just gonna do it until Maddie graduates, I guess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> has we'll any have have I told have I um, revealed on the podcast how I got started? I don't know if we've ever revealed that. I forget. I want to hear your side of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. All I remember is that coming back from break. Like, so we had been home for a year. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Madison took my class. So she's in my AP bio class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after Thanksgiving break, uh, for it was an easy participation point because I'm sort of shy. So I was like, I can do this one. Um, he just asked, what did you do over the break? And so I um, raised my hand and I said, um, just like worked on some like fun music production projects. And he jokingly said, oh, you should come help with the podcast. And I was like, (laughs) 
I mean, I'm down. Like, if you're serious about it, I would love to. Um, you go, girl. <laughs> just get the experience. And so I think we kind. He kind. I don't know. I feel like you sort of like disregarded it. It was, you know, joking. Um, but then I followed up with an email, and I was like, I'm like actually serious. I would, I would love to help out if I could. And so just sort of escalated from there. I thought I was just gonna have a tiny role, but then he was like, Hmm why don't you just sit in the podcast and just um, you can just be an observer. Um, I, I wasn't even planning on being a co-host at all because it's sort of hard for me to talk to people, but then, you know, same with you. I've, I've grown in yeah. the um, public speaking aspect. So mm-hmm. then he's gotten some good feedback, luckily. And like Madison gets more fan mail than I do. Like <laughs> oh, it's so like, cute. Three to one, at least. My friends are like, or people who listen are like, oh, Madison's the best part of your show. Hands oh, down. That is so, so untrue, but I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. So you yeah. have a very like sunshine bubble personality, so I can oh, totally see why. So. That's so nice. You, you, um, you resemble a Disney princess. Like that was my my first impression of you. I was like, oh my God, she really is royalty. Oh my goodness. You know, um, Sleeping Beauty, or not Sleeping Beauty, Snow White. Mm -hmm. I always feel like I'm sleepy. I'm notorious for falling asleep anywhere I go. So I'm the little dwarf. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that Disney princess, but (laughs) yeah, but that's so in. That's, I think that's so cool, especially now with, like you said, um, the prevalence of Asian hate. I think a lot of people have kind of lost that courage to speak up. And I think you guys have really captured the essence of providing a platform to influence with, you know, a positive intention. Um, and I think giving a lot of young creatives just an outlook and saying, you know, I can do this. Like, I don't have to have 10 million followers, but as long as I like stay genuine to who I am or, you know, have a passion for singing or dancing or doing anything creative, you know, there's a platform out there for me and there are people who are out there for me. So it's really cool to see that kind of community come together. So yeah, well, it's all Mr. Chin. Well, no, no, <laughs> no, we wouldn't have this without, without our guests and without you. It's been really cool to connect with, um, people internationally and just yeah. a lot of people within cool industries that are high up there. I it's it's just like the best part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I so. love it. Well, I can't wait to see this absolutely explode in the next <laughs> half year. I'll be like, I was lucky enough to. Oh man, <laughs> I, I don't think that's how podcasts work. But <laughs> well, you never know. You can, never you know. Always <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's my motto. You never know. You never know. You never know. Who knew you would be talking to Miss San Francisco, fashion designers, Pixar, Pixar actors. Yeah. yeah. Amazing authors. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. (laughs) Well, please let me know if there's anything I can ever do to kind of like help get the word out there. Cause I think this is honestly like the best thing ever. So (laughs) yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 So uh, let me wrap this up. So that does it for our episode. Uh, Thank you, Catherine, for coming along. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like smiling from my heart right now. So. <laughs> uh, do you have, what are your socials that we could share with everyone? Yeah. So my, I guess the most prominent one would be Instagram. So it's Catherine underscore Y underscore Liang, L-I-A-N-G. 
And then for my Miss San Francisco page, Miss San Francisco Co. Um, and then you can also follow me on YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook and come say hi. I will definitely want to, you know, hear your story. So always love connecting with friends. <laughs> Amazing. We'll put all that in our show notes so you guys can, can follow Catherine. And thanks again, Madison, for always coming along with us. Always a pleasure. Yeah, I know. On a Saturday night, hanging out with an old dude and, and royalty. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. And then uh, thank you, everyone out there for listening. I hope you learned something. Uh, that's kind of one of our goals is that you learn something with every show. And as mentioned, you can follow us at The Infatuation Podcast on Facebook or Instagram. You can email us at infatuationpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, follow us wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify or Apple or Google, wherever you get your podcasts. And until we talk to you again, on behalf of Catherine, Maddie, and myself, we hope that you're all happy, healthy, and safe out there. Talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 And that's a wrap. Good job, everyone. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. That was it? Yeah. I think we've had, we always have a good time, right, Maddie? Yeah, for sure. It's so cool. It's just talking, you know, and, and I think the pressure that we don't really do video, like I, sometimes I'll do a screen grab. Yeah. But um, super casual. Yeah. And I think, informal. We're just like, we just, yeah. 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 I think honestly, it's like, more down to earth too because sometimes the big podcasts they can seem so intimidating and a little bit like like you said like a little bit too stiff but these ones are more like conversations and yeah i think that's the thing i love listening to podcasts like that where it's just like banter so yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. it's like you're listening you're eavesdropping yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. just like besties in pajamas yeah i know <laughs> i feel like we should all go get boba now yeah I exactly like by school and be like hey are you guys here? Let's get fun. That is, that's so true. <laughs> well, thanks for giving us your time. We'll let you go. Yeah. yeah. Best of luck with your um, Miss California journey. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Thank uh-huh. you. Fingers it means crossed. a lot. So, yeah. you guys have an amazing night. All right. Yeah, <laughs> you, you too. Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye.